Global Business News 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. There you have it. Sound of the closing bell at the New York Stock Exchange. Folks from MSA Safety Incorporated and the National Fallen Firefighters Association ringing that closing bell. And we are brought to you by Sector Spider ETFs. Why buy a single stock when you can invest in the entire sector? Visit SectorSPDRS.com or call 1-866-SECTOR-ETF. U.S. stocks little changed. Uh, move higher for NASDAQ up eight points to a record 52.83, a gain there of two-tenths of one percent. S&P 500 index trading very close to a record, uh, down half a point today, 21.86, a drop there of less than one-tenth of one percent. Dow Industrials down 12, a drop of one-tenth of one percent, the Dow at 18,526. Apple shares higher by six-tenths of one percent. Apple unveiling new iPhones without headphone jacks, embracing a wireless future and a potential new source of accessory sales. Bloomberg's Alex Webb was at the Apple event in San Francisco's Bill Graham Civic Auditorium, and he was our guest today right here on Taking Stock. I was just speaking to some analysts, and they said this was a big enough upgrade for the pent-up pool of iPhone 6 holdouts who are are looking for a new phone to want to upgrade to it. But nonetheless, next year's upgrade is expected to be a lot more substantial. Next year will be the 10-year anniversary of the iPhone's um, inception. And so um, it's likely to have more blockbuster features. GW Pharmaceuticals jumping after Reuters reported that the company had hired Morgan Stanley as an advisor after being approached by several drug makers interested in an acquisition. Shares up today by 23%. And U.S. Airlines climbed the most in almost two months after Southwest said it would slow capacity growth next year. Southwest up today by 4.6%, American up 4.8%. And now let's look at some of the other stories making news. Charlie, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Donald Trump today unveiled a plan for a major increase in defense spending. Speaking in Philadelphia, the Republican presidential nominee also addressed his plan for dealing with Islamic State. Immediately after taking office, I will ask my generals to present to me a plan within 30 days to defeat and destroy ISIS. Both Mr. Trump and Hillary Clinton are preparing for a national security forum tonight. Earlier today, the National Intelligence Director James Clapper acknowledged this year's election might be rattling some nerves. I know a lot of people have been feeling uncertainty about what will happen with this presidential transition. Been a lot of catastrophizing, if I can use that term, in the 24-hour news cycle and, of course, on social media. So I'm here with a message. It'll be okay. Clapper says we're living in a cycle of extremism that will continue for the foreseeable future. You'll now be able to order a Sunday mimosa, Bloody Mary, or pint of beer two hours earlier in New York State. Governor Andrew Cuomo today signed legislation allowing bars and restaurants to begin serving alcohol at 10 a.m. on Sundays. The new law also cut some fees and regulatory red tape for breweries, wineries, cider makers, and distilleries and authorizes wineries to sell their product in growlers. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by more than 2,600 journalists and analysts in over 120 countries. 
I'm Mark Crumpton. This is Bloomberg. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, recapping, a little change for the S&P 500 index down by less than half a point today. NASDAQ up 8 to 52.83, a gain there of two-tenths of 1%. The Dow down 12 points, a drop of less than 0.1%. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates the motion. I feel the earth move under my feet. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. Something's called movers and shakers. They cost a little more, but that name cracked me up. Bloomberg Taking Stock, Movers and Shakers, with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Movers and shakers for Wednesday, September the 7th, taking a look at the S&P 500 index, 265 issues advance, 237 decline, and four are unchanged. Dave Wilson, Bloomberg Stocks columnist, joins us now for his movers and shakers. Dave. Have to start with Apple. What was interesting about the stock's performance today was actually down as Chief Executive Tim Cook and others were rolling out the new version of the iPhone, the iPhone 7, uh, the new version of the Apple Watch as well. And after the uh, gathering in San Francisco ended, you saw Apple start to move up. So closed with a gain of six-tenths of a percent in the wake of these uh, product introductions. Well, uh Fitbit had a little bit lost. Of course, people are worried about the competition from the upgraded Apple Watch. But I want to take a look at Chipotle because we found out yesterday that activist investor Bill Ackman of Pershing Square has taken out uh, nearly a 10% holding. And today, Chipotle held a, quote, brief introductory call, expecting to meet with him soon, according to a company spokesman, welcoming the opportunity to engage in conversation just as we do with all of our investors. Of course, investors are waiting to see now if uh, Mr. Ackman pushes the board to move faster, certainly there's been a lot of criticism for not moving faster to revive sales after their E. coli squares. Our uh, Bloomberg story quotes Morgan Stanley analyst John Glass saying there's no, quote, quick fix for Chipotle, Pim. No, um, no quick fix uh, for HD Supply Holdings, uh, down more than 12 percent. HDS is the symbol. Why? Well, the stock fell mainly because of the company's core Quarterly results. Uh, the company says that uh, first, uh, rather, fiscal uh, second quarter sales rising four uh, percent. Net income, though, fell ten percent, and uh, as a result, that bad news uh, also uh, changed their outlook uh, for future uh, quarters. But the management still expects to grow the top line between three and six percent this year. Now, uh, HDS, uh, you may recall, was uh, spun out of uh, Home Depot. Uh, this is the uh, company through that operates as an industrial distributor of products, uh, maintenance products, repair and operations, and specialty construction. Once again, HDS, HD Supply Holdings, down more than 12%. Let's talk about the biggest gain in the S&P 500 today. It belonged to Western Digital. The maker of disk drives and memory chips raised forecasts for fiscal first quarter earnings and sales. Western Digital cited the integration of a disk drive business bought from Hitachi and its takeover of the memory chip maker SanDisk. You put those two events together and the effect on results, 
Western Digital up 12% on the day, and rival Seagate Technology following suit up almost 6%. Let's take a quick look at Apache. Congratulations. Apache is saying it made an immense oil and natural gas discovery in an underdeveloped area of Texas's Permian Shale Formation, the Alpine High Discovery in West Texas. Contains an estimated 3 billion barrels of oil, 75 trillion cubic feet of gas. Uh, one analyst saying, though, there's going to be a lot of work to be done below the ground and above the ground, a lot of infrastructure issues. Nevertheless, uh, Apache jumping, not surprisingly, 6.7% to $55.13 a share, Pim. All right, I'll tell you about General Mills. The shares of General Mills down more than four and a quarter percent after saying that the first quarter earnings per share would be down compared to the same period a year earlier. Uh, they did say that they're going to meet their 2017 fiscal year forecast, but warned that adjusted net sales growth for the first quarter would be below guidance. Once again, the shares of General Mills down more than four and a quarter percent. Time now for the Volatility Index Report brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See disclosures. Learn more at CBOE.com slash Powerful Outcomes VIX. Well, a very meek outcome today. The VIX losing about a tenth of a point to 11.9. According to Russ Kestrich from BlackRock Global Allocation Fund, the fear gauge, the VIX is looking a bit too confident. It might be in part due to overactive central banks. He notes that normally the VIX has been driven by credit market conditions like high-yield spreads, but even as high-yield spreads have narrowed since the start of the year, volatility has declined at an even faster rate. He says, based on high-yield spreads now, volatility should be closer to 20 than the low teens. Let's uh, take a look at another light then at that low close in the VIX at 11.9. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for a price on Wilson. Open up the door, it's Dave! Who? Dave! Hey, Mr. Wilson! Hey, Mr. Wilson. Bloomberg Stocks Commerce, tell us about the home builder, Beezer Homes. Absolutely. I mean, new home sales have recouped about a third of their plunge after the bursting of the last decade's housing bubble. Beezer Homes USA haven't uh, even gone that far. The home builder shares have barely recovered after tumbling more than 99% from their peak in January 2006. Uh, Beezer reached its low in March 2009 at $1.20 a share. Compare that with a high three years earlier. $410.70. Now, those prices are adjusted for a one-for-five reverse stock split in October 2012. Beezer, whose ticker is BZH, traded this past February at its lowest price since 2009. The stock later rebounded, and the recovery gained momentum today after the company released preliminary data for the fiscal quarter ending this month. Beezer said new orders for the first two months of its fourth quarter rose 23% from a year ago. company added that it expects to convert as much as 80% of its order backlog into sales during the quarter. These two pieces of data were all that Beezer released, uh, and they were enough to send the company's shares to a gain of 7.9%. They closed at their highest price since December. Dave Wilson, thank you so much. 
appreciate it. Dave Wilson, our stocks editor, our resident musicologist. You can follow him on Twitter at the one Dave. You can follow my co-host Pim Fox. It's really easy at Pim. That's got two M's. Fox. I'm at Kathleen underscore Hayes. So Fashion Week in New York, the world of the plus-size fashion has grown bigger and bigger, no pun intended. We're going to be speaking with the CEO and co-founder of Fashion to Figure. I'm Kathleen Hayes along with Pim Fox. This is Taking Stock, and this is Bloomberg. Bloomer Taking Stock is brought to you by M.Y. Safra Bank, a leading name in banking with 150 years of family knowledge and exclusive banking services. Stop in at 499 Park Avenue or visit mysafra.com. Member FDIC.